Everyone here at the sports desk had an absolutely terrible, awful, no good, very bad day. That's why it brings us great pleasure to bring you some new content tonight. We're going to be discussing the Super Bowl at long last. It's about time we get to that whale of a game. We're also going to be doing some off-season grades, going um, team by team, kind of recapping their season, uh, looking forward into the off-season. I'm going to try and keep it short, sweet, and to the point tonight as the NFL season is winding down. We're going to be bringing you some premium draft content coming up here pretty soon. Mock Draft uh, 2.0, I believe, is in the works. Um, it's our post-Super Bowl mock draft. Uh, nothing else for me, really. Just yeah, had a really bad day. want to get into this episode. Let's get it on. both extremely tired here at the sports desk my Ooh. eyes are about to burn out of my skull uh you know we want to get to the point where this podcast is a full-time job and it's not quite there yet uh but the future is looking bright here at the sports desk but uh it feels like it's been weeks since we recorded it realistically it's only been more than a week we always say it's been you know months years so, so long i have but, a uh... full-grown beard and hey I shave it nicely thanks to Dollar Shave Club. No, just kidding. Your face still looks like an elbow, but uh, as I'll get a dollar, dollar Shave Club free ads all the time. As a great president uh, once said, I mean, our, our listeners are probably under the assumption uh, when we when we actually do come back on air, they're probably thinking like uh, like Bill Clinton once did. I knew you'd be back, <laughs> and uh, here we are. It's about time we recap the Super Bowl. Um, this uh, the, the lead up to the Super Bowl was really weird. A lot of people I talked to were like. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like it's the Super Bowl. I don't yeah. know if it's like the age group we're in. We're and in our I, early 20s. But I feel like... Uh, it really didn't feel like the Super Bowl. I feel like that plays a part in the fact that, I mean, beginning of the season, there were, or within week five, mm -hmm. there were five teams, that, or four teams that you were like, yeah, they're going to be in the championship. Yeah, there was a consensus by yeah. then. The Chiefs, the Saints, the Rams, and the Patriots. Of and course. the Bengals, of course. Can't forget. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the Patriots end up winning their sixth Super Bowl uh, against the Rams. They win thirteen to three. Only one touchdown scored in this game. It was a real doozy of a game. Even the halftime show was terrible. Uh, but I I want to bring this up because it was a thought I had the other day at work, um, and not here at work. Uh, but your actual job. Yeah, smile. <laughs> But uh, you love it. I, I said that it wasn't a great Super Bowl, but it was a great game. I mean, defensively, if you're a football fan, this game was really good. And it was yeah, really yeah. interested, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Been a long time. I can, yeah, I can say it. Yeah, uh, interesting start. to see how the schemes changed throughout the game. Uh, Rams run a lot of play action. That's like their go-to offensively. And within the third and fourth quarter late in the game, they weren't running play action. They weren't utilizing C.J. Anderson or Todd Gurley like they normally do in those play action swing passes, things like that. Right. Uh, the, or the Patriots really took the Rams out of their comfort zone offensively. Uh, and I can say that the Rams did the same thing to the Patriots offensively. I mean, yeah, Edelman had a great game, but this was a bad game by both quarterbacks. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Jared Goff played very well at all, and it, it kind of speaks to the uh, to the decline of his play from about week 12, week 13 on. Uh, he really looked like he was running around with his hair on fire. He missed that throw to Cooks in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, you you and I both, I, I, I know he missed the one where Cooks kind of dropped it, Gilmore batted it away. We uh we both thought that was a touchdown. Our necks still hurt from from that incident, but yeah, the one he underthrew Cooks on, dude, the Gilmore thro- interception. Throw it out of the end zone, throw it away. You can't throw up a duck like that in the Super and Bowl. And I gotta ask games. you, do you think that's like, I mean, we saw, we see every playoff. I think experience really matters in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And it's golf's first experience in this bright of a light. Like, I mean. He's really under yeah, a microscope. He, he got right his now. he got his feet wet in a big way. And to your point about being under a microscope, I don't think he was ready for it. Um, no, to be honest with you. And, I mean, and there's another thing is go ahead. McVeigh came out after the game and said, "I got out coached." I mean, what do you expect by one of the greatest yeah. coaches in all of sports history, Bill Belichick? I mean, the guy is known around the world for being a great coach. McVeigh, yeah, he's a household name coaching wise. Like, I mean, everybody that knows football knows he's a great coach. But that experience really matters in the playoffs. And I think the way the Patriots changed their scheme, they they lined up a lot of linebackers on the defensive line. Uh, they really like changed the tempo of the game. They got uh, they Jared made... Goff out of his element. Yeah. And to your point earlier about the Rams not going play action anymore, they couldn't. They didn't yeah. have the time. Goff exactly. was under duress. He was. Well, he he would look at his first read and then pretty much just shit his pants. He did not know what to do in any situation. And I mean, the the Patriots really strung him out. I mean, even you know, like you said, with the six guys up at the line of scrimmage, they had them hemmed in sideline to sideline. You you saw it. We yeah. saw it. We watched the game um, in the uh, in the other room here. Um, Todd Gurley was a non-factor in the short passing game where he flourished pretty much. He was much. a non-factor in the game, period. Yeah, and I, it, I, it was they weird. got cold feet using him. I don't think it was a knee injury. I really think McVay thought he, he could get something going with C.J. Anderson. Uh, it, it just uh, it just wasn't meant to be. And as for Goff, I mean, he, he can manage under pressure, but there's guys who can flourish out of the pocket and being mobile. You're, you're Russell Wilsons. You saw it with Dak Prescott. Aaron Rodgers, obviously the best improvising quarterback in the league. Even Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady, Barry McConkey or whatever that guy's name, that fake doctor guy on Twitter, yeah. he'll, he'll parody Tom Brady to the bank. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he makes all the right plays within that offense. I mean, he didn't have a great Super Bowl, but just in terms of, you know, pocket presence and um, really feeling out of rush, that's that's what has made Tom Brady elite all these years. And Goff doesn't really have that that moxie yet. And it, it really showed in this game. Yeah. But, I mean, credit to the Patriots. Brian Flores, now head coach of the Miami Dolphins, and uh, that the, the performance on Sunday really speaks to that. I mean, people have been saying, oh, if you know Sean McVay, chances are you have a job. You're going to be running for president pretty soon. No, 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 no. The OG, if you know uh, Bill Belichick, yeah, look at his coaching tree. Freaking Nick Saban. Um, Jim Schwartz. Brian Flores now. Yeah, Jim Schwartz. Um, I mean, even though he's still Mc with the Dan- Patriots. McDaniels, yeah, McDaniels. Went, went out and did his own thing for a little bit. Um, Mangini had some good teams with the Jets there in the Michael 20 Lombardi. teams. Yeah, Michael Lombardi. I mean, you talk about – if you go back and watch that Browns um, 1995, I think it is, like yeah. that that short 30 for 30, look at all the GMs that came out of that. Yeah. Um, I think Thomas – Ozzie Dimit- Newsome. Yeah, Dimitrioff, Ozzie Newsome, like – 
that was a football factory. And it's ironic that it was the Browns that had all those excellent, um, yeah, you know, football minds there. I mean, or if you think about football it, minds to be Cleveland doesn't move to Baltimore. Cleveland might have six Super Bowls by now. Yeah, we, we would be up to like 4 a.m. talking about that. We'd have to drag some other voices in here as we would probably yeah. fall over. Our brains would be oozing out of our uh, ears. But but I, I want to get back to this coaching because I kind of yeah. I went back and Dude, I watched. Dude, really, props to Brian Flores. I mean, yeah. Miami's getting a really good one. I watched a little more of the Super Bowl, like mm-hmm. more in, in depth. In depth. Yeah, and uh, I want to get one real of, quick. I want to get that all twenty-two thing soon, like the um, NFL Network or whatever. Oh, yeah, a thing. Yeah. like forty-nine ninety-nine a year, dude. That's a deal breaker. We got to get the all twenty-two. Yeah, gets real uh, in-depth breakdown. But going. so one of the things they did with, that was really interesting. They did the thing at the defensive line, mm-hmm. lining up all the linebackers, but they also pressed Brandon Cooks, and they doubled Robert Woods. Mm. And they nearly pressed Brandon Cooks every play of the game. Yeah, you got to be physical with a small guy like that. And, and especially a guy that can burn by you. You got to yeah. throw him off of his route. The McCordy's are really underrated. And, like, a guy I actually shit on during the game, Patrick Chung, you, you could kind of see the Rams were starting to get a little something going once he got hurt and was yeah. out of the game. And then McCordy made that one play. Yeah. Patrick, Chung's good over yeah. The, Patrick Chung's good over the top, but I mean. The McCordys, Gilmore, you really do have a good secondary there. Gilmore just he he played out of his mind this year yeah. in this game. And I mean, we've said it on this podcast. I mean, it makes us hypocrites, but uh, like we always complain that this New England defense doesn't have speed. They can't keep up with fast offenses. And I mean, it really credits Belichick because or and Flores as well. But they schemed their defense to beat a fast offense. They don't need fast players. You know what it is that we haven't been attributing to this Patriots defense? They know their personnel so well. Yeah. Dante Hightower is relatively ass, yet Brian Flores, Belichick, they find ways to use him. Um, he was going after Goff for the better part of this game. Big, very physical. Sideline to sideline, he's kind of crap. He's Trent... He's trending downwards um, in comparison to where the middle linebacker position, well, the linebacker position in general is trending. You look at guys coming in the draft like Devin White, like Dante Hightower is not not a Devin White by any stretch. Yeah. But no. um, you know when you put him when you play to his strengths, same with Kyle Van Noy. When you play to their strengths, they do well. It just goes to show you have to know your personnel and what they're good at, and put them in in a in positions to succeed. And ultimately, I think both teams. Uh, did that defensively. I mean, you look at the score of the game. The lone yeah. touchdown was scored by Sony Michelle, who had a great season. This Patriots running attack, they're kind of going back to some older um, West Coast offense concepts. Uh, you would see it with, like, the older 49ers teams, yeah. maybe some of the Cowboys teams of the early 90s. I mean, Michael Lombardi said it. He said both the best coaches in this game could uh, get early bird specials at a— or, no, he said senior specials at a restaurant. It's Wade Phillips and Bill Belichick. Oh uh, yeah, the best dude. Wade Wade Phillips been doing this thing for a while, and yeah. I, you know, credit to Aaron Donald. He he had a good game. He made an impact up front. Was in um, Brady's face most of the game. Uh, the Rams secondary was great in terms of disguising coverages. Like you saw that, um, that throw that uh, Tom one of Tom Brady's first throws of the it game was, a, was it was his it was th- first throw. Oh, it was yeah, it was picked that Ro- Roby Coleman play. He he. Do thought, you remember what I said to you when you first got here? before What's we that? watched it and i was like why do i have a feeling we're about to watch one of the best super bowls ever 
that's a cliche, but I mean, I mean you're like, not wrong. It's it was a great game, but on a on a like scoring wise, if you want to scale it out, it it wasn't a great Super Bowl. And yeah. you really make a good point in that regard. Like a Super Bowl is supposed to be like the oh yeah. so, palms, but he's it, weak. Palms are sweaty I mean, until the end. It's you know? cliche, what, it but defense that. wins championships. Exactly, it was and a great won, football. It definitely game. won a championship here. Yeah, what a what a contradictory statement too for it to be like. You know, you get the Rams, uh, pay, uh, Rams Chiefs game, fifty four fifty one, highest scoring game ever on Monday Night Football. Um, Chiefs Patriots, that game was really high scoring, a ton of high scoring games. What a, uh, what what an ironic way to end the season with a Super Bowl scoring, yeah. having sixteen total points, thirteen to three. That's that's insane. We talked all season about how oh the defenses in the modern NFL are just there to contain and limit yep. and do damage control. No, 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 no. Both defenses played really well, dictated this game. It came down to, you know, uh, just really the nitty-gritty. And like we said, you know, with the Patriots running attack, it really evolved throughout the year. Sony Michelle is going to be a good back in this league. And it goes back to knowing your personnel. McDaniels knows his personnel very well. Um, the X's and O's, you know, in terms of, ex- in, in terms of um, you know, design, getting guys where they need to be really, you know, at the point of attack. And hats off to James Devlin. We don't really tip our cap to fullbacks on this show, but hats off to Rex Burkhead. <laughs> Rex Burkhead. I mean, he got if them you can that use critical. A guy, if you can use them, a guy like, like Rex Burkhead, I mean, you're really doing something He got right. them that critical first down went late in the game to yeah. run out that clock and make the Rams call that timeout. I yeah. mean, James Devlin is like is like Mike Allstott this season, just blowing open holes. He scored a few touchdowns. I mean... Don't don't stray away from simplicity. That that should be really be the sentiment of Man, the Patriots season. Would lo- he he's he's thinking about trading those three draft picks or those three yeah. first round draft picks for uh, Devlin. I'll tell you what, man. I had a Jimmy Dean sausage this morning. This afternoon, I'm gonna have a Jimmy Devlin fullback, man. I'll tell you what, we're gonna go uh, back to some real West Coast concepts here. I might put a fullback at quarterback. Speaking of uh, Gruden, let's get into our. A postseason grades. Let's do it. So we'll just let, here's what we're gonna do. We'll go team for team. You do one team. I'll do. I'll do. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll just alternate. So. All right. You can go first. All right. Top of the list. Uh, we just we just went on and on about them. New England Patriots. W- what we're gonna do is we're gonna do like a grade, and then we'll you know recap their season, give a brief look going forward in the off season. Um, Patriots gotta give them an A. I mean. They yeah. won the they won the Super Bowl for crying out loud. I don't think I'm gonna give anyone an A plus on this list. That's that's a bit excessive. Uh, I the Patriots definitely did. had their ups and downs uh, this season. They had a they had a losing record on the road. Um, we're just relatively crappy at some points. You look at that that 34 to 10 loss to the Texans, the miracle in Miami. Um, this team really took its foot off the gas and strayed away from its strengths. Hey, I, at some parts of the so season. So when when I was doing my notes earlier at work uh i misread like i sent you a list of the teams for you to do and Mm -hmm. i made a list for teams for me to do but i was reading the teams i sent you to do so i did the patriots without notice noticing i i I fixed it but i did the patriots originally there are Mm -hmm. five losses they're 11 and 5 coming in all on the roads no 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 they're on the road all those five teams didn't, didn't make, make the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yep. Where did I? I saw that on Twitter the other day. I about shit. I didn't. None like, of them. I made had the to playoffs. look into it. I'm like, the Steelers didn't make it. The uh, I mean, Titans didn't yeah, make Titans it. Didn't Lions make it. didn't make it. Yeah. Dolphins didn't make it. The Jaguars didn't make it. <laughs> That's insane, dude. 
But, uh, yeah, this defense really just evolved down the stretch. They were great when it mattered, as we saw last Sunday. Um, everybody knows the story with the Patriots. Got their sixth ring. Just yeah, just a great, great dynasty. Work, workmanlike. Eighteen Lo- years. Yeah, love him or hate him. I mean, nine times. Love lost, him or hate him. Lost three can't. times to t- three NFC or two NFC East. Teams. Yeah, love him or hate him. Can't knock the hustle. Um. Oh, f- funny thing actually. Dave Portnoy got kicked out of the Super Bowl and the Patriots after party. Um. Jeez. As uh, as far as this podcast goes, we just want to say, um, screw Roger Goodell, very mediocre hey, commissioner. If the Eagles invite me to a post Super Bowl party, I'm not getting kicked out. I'm asking, acting very gentleman no like. I'm wearing a tuxedo. Pull up with Chris D'Elia. You'll get in there, no doubt. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I don't even think he's a sports fan, but he's just an awesome guy. Sticking with the uh, actually, no, it's your turn. I'm getting yeah, excited. It's my turn. All right, Got so a long uh, list with a lot of words here. I did the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they finished the season seven and nine. I'm giving them a C minus. I mean, n- not much to expect going into the season. Right. Uh, very Dolphins season. Uh, right. They beat teams like the Bears, but lost to teams like the Jags and the Bills. Yeah, Ray uh, Finkel missed a few kicks. But but we're stretch. semi in the hunt towards the end of yeah, the season. I noticed uh, that. Miami miracle was definitely like their high point. Oh, so awesome. I mean, this team needs a major culture change, and hopefully Flores brings that like winning mentality. Mm-hmm. To Miami, no doubt. I um, I definitely think they need to go with a quarterback in the draft. I mean, yeah. we're gonna cover that here pretty soon, but we but apparently we went, they're not. Yeah, we went back and forth about what Stephen Ross said. Uh, he's he's kind of a mixed bag, so uh, we'll definitely we'll, we'll see as mock draft 2.0 comes about. Sticking in the AFC East, we got um, the Buffalo Bills. I'm gonna give them a C, just cause they're really young. Great. Do you have any beat. idea what your speed was back then? <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know where them chicks from Fredonia are. They're probably still in Fredonia, but uh, shout out to them living life. Um, Shout out. They're a bop away. (laughs) What's a bop? (laughs) Uh, What is a bop? I wish we had a Tim. What's a Wawa? Is that like a Timmy Hortons? Uh, No, Timmy Hortons is like a Wawa. Let's let's get that distinction out of the way. But uh, yeah, stick stick into the script here. Uh, Bills are a very young team. Great defense. Um, Kyle Williams retiring kind of fills a Second best team in the league yeah that's it's insane i mean it just kind of goes to show that they you know bounce back there towards the end josh allen really um got better throughout the season you really saw him climb in the pocket um making some you know more uh more nfl-esque throws as the season went on he's only going to get better i mean with that frame that arm the mobility yeah. he's just a playmaker it's about getting weapons around him you gotta you gotta be able to market buffalo as a free agent destination of sorts you got to do that thing where you put like, um, like the Bahamas on Twitter and say, and caption it as Buffalo, New York. I'm willing to bet that would get a few free agents up there in Buffalo. <laughs> Ton of cap, a lot they could do in the off season. Got some good draft capital. So things Josh, are. Uh, Josh Gordon would see that and be like, <sighs> think about it. They got beaches in Buffalo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's some true Nick Coletti shit. <laughs> Pulls a blunt and says something. Uh, Martavius know. Bryant's there, like. <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do a Vine, we'll do a Vine specific podcast one of these days. Um, yeah, they're only getting they're only getting better. Uh, still a very young team, like we said, but a lot of cap, a lot of draft capital. Things are actually looking up in Buffalo, so uh, stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Realized that uh, Josh Allen was their guy, and Nathan Peterman was not. Uh, uh, yeah. Colin Kaepernick Just died right. for your sins. Um, next, the New York Jets. I gave them a D minus. 
They finished four and twelve. Ooh. I mean, I kept in mind. Ooh. I kept in mind the expectations going into the season for their grades. Yeah. But I mean, their best point of the season was when they fired Todd Bowles, and uh, that was my favorite part. Actually. Yeah. A defensive-minded head coach and a rookie quarterback do not mix well. Nah. I mean, the news of them signing Le'Veon potentially is like covering their entire season that's all that mattered like i feel like they were just tanking the entire year dude we're gonna get some good free agency tea as the offseason goes on like not just in the nfl even like mlb you look at machado harper uh pitchers and catchers report in two weeks and that's gonna be really interesting the nba trade deadlines coming up so in terms of movement across the major trade sports, deadline already happened bro <laughs> oh it did it's done it's over with no yeah. it did not really was yeah. it today today where are you? Oh, you had a really bad day then. Had a bad day. Taking one down. You do a podcast just to turn it around. Yeah, anyway, I've been living under a rock. I'm sorry, guys. It was a really bad, <laughs> terrible, no oh good, really God. bad day. But, uh, yeah, a lot of movement across the uh, three major sports for real. Um, we're right. really looking forward to covering the MLB. But in other news, uh, is it my turn or yep, is it your turn? turn? Oh, it is my turn. Sweet Jimmy Jesus. Uh, Denver Broncos. I'm gonna give them a C minus just because I don't. I don't really like them. You know, it's kind of kind of got something to do with it. Um, really mired in mediocrity since that Super Bowl win uh, a few years back. Really uh, limited offensive weapons. I mean, you get Cortland Sutton and Philip Lindsay in here, but yeah, who the hell else? You know what I'm saying? Case Keenum is the most milk toast quarterback option humanly possible. <laughs> um. They really just need to move on at QB. I think I think John Elway is just gonna suck it up and get his guy. Really want to develop like a Drew Locke. I've heard that they're really showing some interest in him. So I tend to think they're gonna move on. Uh, like I said, they're just a generally unexciting team. But I hope for the the sake of Broncos fans that they that they move on and uh, get their QB of the future. Also some. Some uh, free agency issues there. Bradley Roby's going to be a free agent. That uh, would go a long way for your defense to retain him. Yeah. Uh, just just really hope they embrace some change there in Denver. <laughs> yep. Next, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Hmm. Uh, they finished 12-4. I gave them an A. Uh, I was disappointed against their uh, or in the game against the Patriots, but uh, great season. They managed yeah. to almost beat the Chiefs out of the top of the, or for the top of the division. Um, offensively, they were great. Defensively, they really stepped up at the end of the season once, like, Nick Bosa came yeah, back. Yeah, dude, Sean Merriman was just phenomenal this season. Ladanian Tomlinson, come on, yeah. Phenomenal. Junior Seau was really good. Oh, that, that's cold. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, one thing I'm really interested in them going into next season is how they played the Ravens with the, those three safeties. Yeah, that I'm is a, really uh, that's a real point that. of emphasis. I'm willing yeah. to see... How teams kind of run with that and, you know, incorporate it into their defenses, um, respectively. Uh, definitely would like to see the, the Chargers get some help on the interior of either side of their line, be it offense or defense. Um, they, they've been needing that guy in the middle on defense for a long time. It would be nice to add to a, to a strength with uh, Jason Verrett coming back next year. Of course, you have Bosa. Ingram really shot up this year um, in terms of his play. So um, a lot to look forward to. With the Chargers, hopefully Phillip Rivers has some left in the tank, too. That would be much needed. Yep. Um, who, who you got next? Your, your turn. Um, we got the Kansas City Chiefs sticking in the AFC West. Um, 
This team was phenomenal. They were really the talk of the town as far as the NFL went this year. It's a damn shame they didn't make the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. obviously the MVP, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be the face of the league for years to come. But Can't play basketball anymore, though. Yeah, no. Nah, none of that now. Um, it's just unfortunate that you he, he gets plagued with a 31st-ranked defense in his first year as starter. That really, you know, kneecapped him and – even with winning the MVP, it would have been great to see him go to a uh, to a Super Bowl in his first year as starter. Yep. Um, things are really looking up there in Kansas City, though. You know, they got Justin Houston back down the stretch. That helped out. If D Ford wouldn't have been offsides, I would have I, I would give him a little more a little more credit here in this segment. But um, yeah, uh, Kansas City had a great season. Once they get some, you know, what, new was their letter grade? Great. An A. Once okay. they get some new blood on defense, I think this is going to be a phenomenal football team on both sides. Yeah. You know, with the offense being what it is already, um, a lot to look forward to in Kansas City. So, yeah. Mahomes era starts now, if it hasn't already. <laughs> uh, next, we have the Raiders. They went 4-12. and I give them an F+. Plus. <laughs> uh, right. They did not meet the expectations coming into the season. I think we all saw them as like a semi playoff team um didn't know what was going to happen did not see them as that at all maybe you did with no like they, that they wouldn't be this bad you know what i mean they had yeah, Amari cooper I, they had a i will Cleo give Mack. you that they would not be as bad uh Derek Carr is still there but they trade Cleo Mack. they uh trade him then complain that it's hard to get a good pass rusher uh to trade Amari cooper look at him now he's balling out in dallas uh, they do have three first-round picks for uh, Mike Mayock, their new general manager. Uh, so really we'll looking forward to seeing how we'll he see how one of the best draft analysts in the world uh, handles three first-round draft picks. All right, moving on. We got the Baltimore Ravens staying local here. Um, whew, I'm gonna go ahead and give them a B minus. Uh, with that defense, uh, the fact they didn't the fact they didn't go a little further, it's kind of disappointing. They really lost some games in some shitty ways down the stretch of the season here. Uh, Lamar Jackson coming on is obviously the bright spot of your season. You have the QB of the future. You can kind of get rid of some some excess money with just <laughs> what's up. The fact that you just you put bad day on your uh, Snapchat story. <laughs> Totally separate from the podcast. <laughs> um, sticking with this. You stick- had a bad day. I did. I did. I had a terrible day. Sticking with the script. <clears throat> we'll do it live. Anyway, uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson really a bright spot this season. Six and one as a starter. Um, lost that heartbreaker to the Chargers at home, but uh, you know, ha- Ravens fans have a real reason to be happy. I mean, Lamar and Baker, that duopoly there in the NFC, uh, the AFC North is really going to be fun to watch for yeah, dude. the next five-plus years. I mean, you got Lamar, you got Baker, Andy Dalton, I mean, Mason right. Rudolph. Uh, that's, enough, that's enough of that. You, you cut that out now. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll, you gonna go to your room? Josh Dobbs. Joe Callahan, I, I don't know, but uh, I, I um yeah I think you need, definitely need to get uh, Lamar some weapons protection whatever you know that O line's only getting older with Marshall Yonda, um he could definitely use some weapons on the outside I feel like those guys didn't really perform up to their capability this year Ravens have about four tight ends so you're gonna be looking at perhaps a wide receiver or an offensive lineman in the draft wouldn't be surprised if they draft a defense either you know be it. Uh, retooling their secondary. I know they haven't gotten the most out of some of the guys in, in the secondary 
Uh, Jimmy Smith being kind of the prime example, you know, with injuries, suspensions, he hasn't really yeah. panned out the way they wanted him to. But it's kind of like hovering that they're going to cut him. I don't uh, see why yeah. they would do that. I, I I tend to agree with you. I mean, they might have some dead cap left over. I understand why they would on. cut Michael Crabtree, but I don't understand why do you cut Jimmy Smith. Um, yeah, that's a fact. Um, I I mean, in general, things are looking up for the Ravens, but it's your first draft without Ozzie Newsom too, so it's gonna. Oof. It's going to be interesting to see where they go um, without him in the building there. Moving yeah. on, who you got? Uh, I got the Steelers. They finished 9-6-1. Finish I gave them a D-. And the reason I gave them a D-, okay, the, like they almost made the playoffs. Cool. But uh, the off-the-field headlines with Antonio Brown uh, apparently requesting a trade or whatever happened there, I don't even know. The whole Le'Veon situation, which is entirely too played out. And then you have also, which a lot of non-football fans caught this, Big Ben was caught, caught or uh, yeah, English words, English words. I'm going to hit you with the dictionary here in a minute. <laughs> Big Ben was calling out rookie receivers. Or not rookies, but Dude, like young guys. can we guys. just get it off the table? Big Ben sucks as a leader. Like, Dude. I would not stick... I would not stick my left pinky toe out. He was calling out, like, James Washington, I remember, who's not a rookie. But, uh, I mean, he did it a few times where it was just like, uh, okay. um, But uh, this was a team that was slated for a playoff run. uh, But they were too busy becoming, uh, what did you you say, like, keeping up with the Kardashians? Uh, Yeah, I I would say so. I mean, the Antonio Brown drama only gets worse every day as I stare at him on the cover of Madden. Um, Yeah. My favorite player turning into a total What's jackass. It's yeah, yeah. Nah, leave leave the Giannis cover. I leave the two K cover. Oh, yeah. I like Giannis. Is, I, I like Giannis. Giannis. The Greek is, freak. Giannis is here to stay. Kawhi yeah. Leonard is better, but Giannis is Giannis is a is a favorite here on the on the SDP. But uh, yeah, Antonio Brown is uh, it's it's like he he's a live the living embodiment of a Snickers commercial. You're not yourself when you're hungry, and I don't know what else he could want. He's one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid, receivers in the league. Um, an absolute baller. I, he just—I I don't know—he's obsessed with excess. I—I I, I can't even pinpoint what goes through his head. He's just ridiculous at this point. I feel bad for Steelers fans, knowing a few myself. So, yep. Sorry, guys. Yeah, a lot of questions there in Pittsburgh. Moving on, but uh, staying in the NA, the AFC North. I'm gonna get that right eventually. Um, <laughs> gonna give the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals, a C plus. I mean, injuries really derailed this team this year. Uh, the gruesome inju- injury to Tyler Eifert. I tend to believe they're going to move on from him. Um, Andy Dalton got hurt there later on. A.J. Green is always an injury question mark. I mean, when he's on the field, he's tremendous, but it's it's harder and harder for him to stay on the field as time goes on. Uh, they do have a decent core on offense when healthy, you know, with Mixon. Dalton's serviceable. A.J. Green's obviously tremendous. Uh, Tyler Boyd's really emerging there as a wide receiver, too, for Cincinnati. Uh, he did great. What was your grade? I gave him a C plus. I mean, they were they were very they were very good early on, but like injuries and stuff kind of shot them in the face. Uh, really very, looking very Bengals season. Yeah, absolutely. But they finally get rid of Marvin Lewis. Oh, that yeah, that's my next point. It's a tremendous upside on that yeah. front. I mean, Zach Taylor coming in. I, I don't know if you guys knew this. I don't know. He knows Sean McVay. Ah, uh, you spoiled it. <laughs> you spoiled it. And we, he's thirty five years listen, old. Listen, this this room is not very well insulated, so I'm just I'm just gonna whisper this. Guys, he knows Sean McVay. He got a job. 
It's like when you're. It's like working for your dad. Any but... listeners that have heard of a guy named Sean McVay, uh, you know, hit me up. I think mm-hmm. I have a few coaching jobs for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Haverty Grace High School, uh, JV lacrosse coach. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> we got all kinds of ends over here. Uh, very. Yeah. I have a wreck. Be- wreck a <laughs> boys badminton team that yeah. I need. Lo- local local AF. I sleep in my varsity jacket. Um. Yeah, Zach Taylor in the building though really brings some new blood. Going to be interesting to see how he works with uh with Andy Dalton. I do think this defense is getting a little old. Uh, we've spoken very highly about Devin White. I think he finds a home here in Cincinnati. Cometh the draft, kind of a little spoiler for our mock draft 2.0. Um, yeah, I just I hope the Bengals can get out of neutral, which they've been in since before I was on the earth here. So, <laughs> all right, next we have the uh, Cleveland Browns, who went seven eight and one. I gave them an A minus. I mean, A minus is a little high when you think about what was expected. Yeah, mm, and what what you got to go off that, and you're a smart man and, for that. I'll and give you they they have really surpassed what was expected, and uh, they finally get rid of Hugh and go from one and and 30. Todd Haley and Todd, and Todd Haley. Haley. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Hut Hut Gut did stay. Yeah, uh, but they finally go from one and thirty one in the past two seasons to. Seven wins this year. I mean, Baker Mayfield's an MVP caliber guy. Uh, he can be. He balled out. He will be eventually. Agree. Uh, Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, they're all ballers. Uh, I mean, the playoffs are coming soon in Cleveland. Yeah, they got some cap, some draft capital, so it's going to be interesting to see what the Browns do um, going forward. I mean, it's hard not to root for the Browns. I, I do, you know, in a low-key way, root for the Browns. Uh, you really just want the best for a city and a team. Shout out to Rodney. A lot. Yeah, Rod- Rodney Williams, um, recently converted Browns fan. Daniel Snyder has uh, ruined his life in more ways than one. Well, just one for this so instance. Now, he goes from Redskins to a Browns fan. That's like, uh, what, a, what a transition. Send, himself send, up for- uh, send thoughts and prayers to our friend Rodney, please. He needs them. But uh, Moving on, we're going to pop over to the AFC South. I got the Houston Texans. I'm going to give them a B. Probably the most Texans grade you can give the Houston Texans. Very <laughs> solid. Um, expectations are always high for this team, it seems, but uh, they don't always meet the bar. Uh, you know, it really leads you to ask almost every year, when will this team take the next step? And uh, I think they have a lot of talent there. Got to get Deshaun Watson some protection. I've seen some mocks that have them drafting. What do you give DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, as a grade for an individual? No, his team. What do you mean? Like, it's the Texans, and then it, it's DeAndre Hopkins. The two different things. Baltimore is in Maryland. I just want you to know that. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, Hopkins carries the team. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a stud. I mean, obviously, he's a, he's a focal piece going forward. Anyone I'll with die him? on that hill that Hopkins should be in the MVP conversation. No, I said it about AB a few years ago. I mean, uh, a- anybody... Um, yeah, there's not many like DeAndre Hopkins, so I'm not having to go down that road. But, I mean, he's obviously a focal point. Anybody with a mobile phone knows who the hell DeAndre Hopkins is. But I am um, pass with his legs. Yeah, I, they need to retain Clowney, obviously. Um, their cap situation is meh. I think uh, I, I, it goes without saying they need to have a good draft. So um, they're going to be picking late in the first round. I think they. I definitely think they go O-line. Um, this, this team... You know, it's it's just a matter of, like I said, when are they going to make that leap? The talent is there. Moving on to the Colts, um, they finished 10-6. and six. I gave them an A. 
this team showed us some really, really high points. Uh, they won games late when they really needed to win games. Uh, they lost some bad ones. Uh, they lost to the Jags 6 nothing. They lost to the Jets 42-34. to But uh, I'm excited to see how this offseason goes for them. I mean, they have a lot of cap. They have some relatively nice picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Quentin Nelson and Andrew Luck is a great duo right there. Right. Offensive line and uh, quarterback kind of reminds me of like the Jeff Saturday, Peyton Manning days in Indianapolis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jeff Saturday, Peyton Manning, great combo. Love watching the Colts on Sunday this year. Uh, probably one of our favorite um, yeah, non-homer teams here on the pod. Definitely. Uh, we spoke very highly about the Colts throughout. A uh, ton of cap there. Chris Ballard has had some great drafts, so it's going to be interesting to see just what the hell he can do with all this cap. Got some pretty decent draft capital, too. So, I mean, look out for the Colts, man. This team really um, defied expectations this year. Frank Reich coming in there really changed things up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty high on this team. I definitely think they need to retool on defense, maybe get another weapon for luck. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're fine doing kind of like the revolving door thing at running back. Each of those guys has yep. a uh, has a strength. I mean, obviously, I would like of. them to get Le'Veon Bell, but yeah, that would be ideal. But I mean, you could spend money elsewhere yeah. and get you know, more, get some real bang for more for buck. less. Yeah, things are really looking up for the Colts. Can't wait to see what the off season brings for them. Uh, sticking to the AFC South here, got Tennessee. Gonna give the Titans a C plus. Um. Not bad, but not good necessarily. Uh, defense was pretty solid. Derrick Henry really came on at the end of the season. It was just kind of a thing with him. Too little, too late. Uh, I, I don't know what they were waiting for with Derrick Henry there. Kind of leads you to you know question Matt Lafleur and just what the hell he was doing as he takes a job in Green Bay. Um, <laughs> I you, you really got some crappy contracts on the defensive side of the ball. I think Derek Morgan is walking this year, so that works out for you. He didn't really play up to his potential. Daquan Jones, who the hell, who I've never even heard of. Um, he's got like a seven million cap hit, and then Malcolm Butler, probably the biggest question mark on that side of the ball. Um, I you could move on from him, you know, get get a get some money there in return. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Titans do in the draft. Uh, that kind of goes without saying. Maybe get Mariota another weapon. He was pretty so-so this year, kind of dinged up, but. I, I think, in general, the Titans have a, a good culture. That's one thing I will say about them. Mike Vrabel, um, I, I, think he's, I think he's got the, the right mindset, and he, he's really taken that team um, in the right direction. It's just yeah. a matter of getting guys in that building that mesh with what he believes in and uh, building off a pretty solid foundation. You know, Mariota's got to stay healthy, um, really got to lean on Derrick Henry next year much sooner. And uh, they gotta get they gotta get younger on defense too. Get yeah. some new blood in there. So. I mean, when you think about it, like Marcus Mariota is a good quarterback. Yeah, like, he's, I, like I, I, he's shown himself to be very serviceable. And in I mean, no he doubt. gets hurt. That's way, one way issue. too much. Yeah, and but when he is healthy, he's a good quarterback. And you need to build this team around him. And I kind of feel like the, the way they've been making movements player-wise, it's not really looking like they're building a team around a certain player. It looks like they're just like, oh, this guy's good. Yep. Like, that's right. not... Look at how New England builds their team. They always have receiving running backs. Yep. 
guys that like slot guys. Exactly. Good like route the, running wide receivers. Yeah, that that they don't need speed. They need good route runners. They need I mean, look at look at Edelman. Machine. He just won Super Bowl MVP, and the entire game, I was screaming at the TV, yelling, "He's not fast." He is not fast. He's one of the best he, route runners in the league, though. Exactly, and he's that's that's very good. That's how craft. you build a team: is you you find a identity mm-hmm. and you stick to it. And I don't think the Titans yeah. have. Found it was too an little, too late yet. in terms of that too. You know, finding their identity it kind of lumps in with the Derrick Henry sentiment. They found out, uh, yeah, they f- they found out about him too little, too late. Even though he he's been on the roster for two or three years now. Um, yeah, I don't know how you forget about a. A six four two forty guy, but um, yeah, too little, too late in finding out about him. Too little, too late in finding an identity. Um, this is a team that's really, you know, in neutral. It's gonna be gonna be interesting to see where they go. Um, we we've spoken time and time again about how um the AFC South is really a mixed bag. Uh, I think the Jaguars are kind of gonna kick back into rebuild mode just because of their weaknesses on the offensive side of the ball, and I believe that's who's next. So I'll leave that to you. Yeah. Um, so the Jaguars finished five and eleven. Ass. I give them an F minus. Uh, going into the season, this was a team that almost made the Super Bowl, and then to go from almost winning the Super Bowl to five wins, uh, their defense did not win them games this year. And I won them that Colts game. Well, didn't win them games like they did last year, and I think it kind of finally like hit them that hey we can't win playoff games slash big games with Blake Bortles and uh we need offense too we can't just be a defensive ran team yeah I um I tend to agree with you Blake Bortles was a failed experiment there in Jacksonville I I um there's some larger like cultural concerns you got to speak to there I mean they're saying they're gonna move on from Leonard Fournette Uh, I've heard um, uh, a few uh, a few outlets kind of uh, portraying that's what's coming out of Jacksonville. Um, Tom Coughlin, for all that he did for my New York Giants, he's really turning into a decrepit. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they brought in John Filippo, so that's an interesting move forward. But for all that um, Tommy C. did for the Giants, he's really turning into a decrepit old man, and um, he's really trying to civility police his players. Leonard Fournette is a dog. Let that man eat. Like, you know, when you give him the ball, when he gets his touches, he does great. Um, yeah, I don't I, understand the trade. I don't know why you're trying him. to, like, ice him out and, you know, build bridges. You need to – you really – or, um, or, or break, break bridges, I guess, is the proper phrase phrasing as to, you know, what I'm talking about. But you, you need to connect with your star players and look to – you got to retain talent. It's that's how, you, that's how you have a successful business. And that's how you have a successful football team is based off retaining talent. I mean, look at the freaking Warriors, dude. They draft, draft and develop. You got, you got to develop your guys. You got to stick to your guns until the, uh, until you run out of ammo. Really, I mean, Leonard Fournette has been damn good for the Jaguars, and to ice a guy like that out, it's not, not a good look going forward for your football team. Their cap situation sucks too. Hopefully, they can, uh, you know, resolve that. I think they may make some cuts along the defensive line. Just yeah. kind of a log jam there. You can go without. Um, one of those bigger names, be it Malik Jackson, Marcel Darius. Um, yeah, gonna be I mean, when you think about it, there. the Eagles are behind them in cap, like have have right. the worst cap, but the Eagles have a lot more talent mm-hmm. on their team than the Jaguars yeah. do. I mean, granted, they have a lot of talented guys on defense, but those guys 
did not play well last year or this year, or they were injured. Yeah, that that too. And valid. Uh, so moving on to that, who you got moving into the NFC East? Ooh, and there we are, just in time. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I begrudgingly give this team a B plus. Uh, Skip Bayless is probably somewhere jumping for joy or not. Um, don't really care either way. Uh, they really did turn a corner on defense this season. I will admit we spoke uh, at length and very highly about their performance against the Saints. Um, really, really kind of, you know, threw Drew Brees' season in the trash. I mean, they they were up his ass all game, really moved his pocket. Um, ultimately, putting applying pressure on him and, you know, really taking him out of his, out of his element and won them the game. In that aspect, they got to retain Demarcus Lawrence. Um, yeah, he's going to be a free agent. He's been a real up and comer on that defense. Kind of, um, you know, the focal point of uh, that defense getting stronger. I, I got to give credit to Dak Prescott too. I mean, he did play really well down the stretch. Made some ignore big the static. It's just the alien uh, that follows us around. It's the NSA dude, chill out. What is that? A shit bump. Um, anyway, <laughs> some static in the earphones here on the sports desk. We're, we're right. getting some new new mics, a new audio setup. Yeah, shout out to Dollar Shave Club for allowing us to buy new mics. Yeah, great uh, great shave butter and uh, One Wipe Charlie's. Yeah, oh, out. One Wipe Charlie's. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned the One Wipe Charlie's here. Uh, yeah, anyway, Dak Prescott really turned a corner in my opinion. Zeke. Zeke gonna Zeke, you know. Uh, gr- I I play the guy twice. Well, my team plays the guy twice a year. Um, m- immensely talented. I like how he added the receiving dimension to his game this year. Really, you know, helped the Cowboys take that that uh, big step forward. Uh, Got to retain Demarcus Lawrence. They do have an I- ideal cap situation. Can maybe get rid of some aging guys on that defense. Kind of free up a little more cap space. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a first round pick. That's kind of the only thing kneecapping them. But uh. In general, with what they have right now, maybe they make some moves in free agency. Uh, this team is this team is going in the right direction. They got rid of Scott Lenahan too. Kellen Moore, familiar name of uh, Boise, <clears throat> of a uh, Boise A-M. State fame, is going to be calling the plays next year. Couldn't have seen that coming, but uh, yeah, that they is like a to weird keep it move. interesting in Texas. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't Jason really sp- still there. I can't really speak for that. It's just He's, one of those things you got to let not it uh, having a scheme. Yeah, it's one of those things you got to let it play out. I think uh, Dallas, unfortunately, is heading in the right direction. Um, wow. Moving on to uh, my Philadelphia Eagles, they uh, finished the season nine and seven. Um, lose to the Saints in the uh, playoffs, which is a okay. Um, but uh, I'm giving them a B minus. Uh, I mean, I'm biased, obviously. Uh, but there was high expectations coming off of that Super Bowl win. Um, I think you guys even did well, you know, with that Super Bowl hangover. It wasn't. It was yeah. a really mild hangover. I mean, I got. I'm praising the Eagles and the Cowboys. I shit. I must have had a really bad day. <laughs> I mean, um, like when you look at all the injuries we had, we lose Carson Wentz late in the season. Uh, you know, all of our secondary players besides Malcolm Jenkins got hurt. Uh, we had a five nine guy playing outside corner. Who was Avante, that? Avante, Avante Maddox. Maddox oh, yeah. Who's actually a really good cornerback. Played hard. Uh, but uh, Cravon LeBlanc was on the field. Cravon LeBlanc. And uh, great, great pastry. The team did not play well till we were fighting for backs, our season. Backs against the wall. Yeah. And, underdog. Uh, yeah. That's where the underdog comes from. 
Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing a healthy roster next year. I can't wait. I can't wait to uh, see a uh, Carson Wentz comeback after all this like offseason People drama. forget he drove you guys to the Super Bowl last year. Nick Foles is kind of a... Uh... Coach it's controlled. like taking a it's like taking a long drive. I'm like, not saying that because Nick Foles. I mean, he played a huge part of us like winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, for Wentz though, you got to Wentz give drove us to the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Wentz is like, all right, you got it from here, buddy. And uh, fucking yeah, Nick Foles drove it home, dude. Gonna, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. We were talking a little bit off air. If you guys do retain Nick Foles, that is a that's a really uh, hot button issue there. Uh, yeah. you, might, you guys might actually have to take a poll. <laughs> uh, uh, Eagles world. So, well, that is, yeah, that's going to be super Put two cheesesteaks in front of him. Let him choose which one. If he yeah. chooses one, he gets might to, have to meet in, uh, Might have to eat in an official, uh, meet in an official court of law. They're uh, the, the biggest Wawa in Philadelphia. <laughs> we come to this Wawa today to determine the fate of one big dick nick and everyone like just votes like the, remember the little eggs we had in school yeah everyone just votes on like those little eggs <laughs> no it's Jesus. like seven up they stick there <laughs> yeah and like jeffrey laurie goes around no, that's funny um all right yeah giants we're up here we go let's get it over <laughs> with oh man it's been a bad day uh yeah giants gonna give gonna give the boys a c minus i mean Played with a lot of heart down the stretch. We were in that game against your Eagles. Uh, Eli Manning thought it was a good idea to throw into quad coverage. Can't say I haven't seen. Um, yeah, can't say I haven't seen that movie before. Uh, really f that game up and drove our season into the ground once and for all. Um, uh, obviously on offense with Barkley, um, Odell, Shepard, Ingram. Give me a better. Give me a better four guys in the league. I think we, you know, the time has come for Eli Manning to um, to kind of step back, maybe take on a mentor role. Um, I think we draft our quarterback of the future. I'm just going off consensus. A lot of people seem to think, barring any trades, barring any trades up by some teams in the in the teens in the draft, uh, we're gonna get Haskins, and I can I can dig it. Kyler I mean, Murray. First, first take Drake. I never take to it, but I still take to it, and you should take to it because that was a was a dumb take. It was an ill-informed take. No, dude. Uh, think about that offense. This with is Kyle not Murray. Madden, sweet Jesus. I would love it, but Haskins is the safe pick. Dave Gettleman's a safe guy. You don't, Kyler, Kyler Murray. You, you don't even know. You don't know the Maras like I know the Maras. I'm a New Yorker, sort of. My family is, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it's time to move on. Hang up Eli's number. Put him in the ring of honor. It's been great. Uh, Eli Manning has been a real franchise quarterback in every sense of the word. In terms of longevity, the Super Bowls, I mean, he's made me cry. The with commercials. His yeah, the, com- the commercials um, going on Saturday Night Live. That shit was funny. If you have not seen his Saturday Night Live appearance, that was awesome. Uh, almost outdid Peyton, Peyton Manning's definitely better. Uh, where, it's, where he throws the football at the kids, and he's that's like, get cl- your head out of your ass. And then they carjack the car. <laughs> that's a classic. But Eli's is just as good. They're both like really just yeah. like down-to-earth funny guys. But, yeah, Eli, it's been great, dude. Um, hang it, don't, ha- don't necessarily hang it up, but take a step back. Take a mentor role. And uh, let's let's get this thing going, man. I think the I'm pretty optimistic until it's about week seven and we're one and six, and I want to strangle Ben McAdoo. Oh. Can't say that on TV. And I want to strangle Pat Shermer. Same guy, but 
uh, different demeanors um, with a uh, with an electric cord. Um, yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up now. Uh, um, all right, so decent cap situation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gettleman's gonna play it safe, I think. In Welcome the draft. to the New York Giants podcast. <laughs> Uh, Tony, 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 your thoughts? You want to contribute something? Moving on, the moving on to the Washington Redskins. They oh. finished 7-9. and nine. I gave them an E, which is like the most Redskins grade of all time is an Dude. E. Uh, I would, I will give Daniel Snyder. Uh, I don't care if his name's Dan, H. Daniel. I give him a, I'd give him like a K. Excuse my language, kids. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Biggest right. douche you've ever seen. All Go right. on. Say it. Say it. Say uh, it. Uh, at one point, they were top of the NFC East, and that was a cloudy, cloudy day. Many moons ago. <laughs> uh, but then they lose Alex Smith, and mm-hmm. boom. I mean, uh, they fall down. Redskins going to Redskin. Uh, they return the same team in the same offense, or the same front office and the same coaching staff as they had last year. Yeah, it really plays well into Washington, D.C. Yeah. Talk a lot, don't change anything. <laughs> Hey, here we are, you know, same same shit as always. Vote uh, for us. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish the Redskins right. fans could vote for a front office. Moving on. <laughs> uh, same shit, different year. <laughs> it really is. 2020 vision, baby. Uh, Rodney has 2020 vision. Dude, yeah, Rodney Williams, um, Nate McCombs, Ghost Mahomes. Um, he's a genius. Shout out to... Shout out to Rodney. Uh, the Redskins are just really terrible. Uh, I think they had something going with that defensive front, though. Um, Jonathan Allen, De'er, um, Deron Payne, uh, Kerrigan, obviously. They were very solid for a good bit of the year. Josh Norman, a lot of character issues. Don't think he's really panned out uh, production-wise either. You lose DJ Swearinger, get ha-ha Clinton Dix. Meh, relatively similar players. I think Swearinger's a little better in terms of uh getting his nose dirty, but uh yeah, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a long time coming to Washington. Don't uh, don't get your hopes up, folks. Not until twenty twenty. <laughs> All right, moving on. The uh, Los Angeles Rams. I give them an A. Of course, I mean mm-hmm. they were in the Super Bowl. They lost to again one of the a greatest di- coaches a, a dynasty. A dynasty in all of sports. Yeah. I mean, they had a great season. I mean, Goff and Gurley were both MVP candidates That's late in the point. season. Um, and, I mean, yeah, there's not much else to say about them. They're good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean they, they went need, out, made the moves, spent the money. You, yeah. They did what they did. To, you they know, just needed need to do, to do the what they Bowl. did this season every year. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys they signed on, like, one-year deals are free agents this year. Yeah, Fowler. So... And just find more guys. Keep bringing in those like star names and on one year de- deals and make them play yeah, LA, for prove it contracts. L A is L A. I yeah. mean, it's a it's a hub for porn, life, um, football. Now apparently, you got two two great teams in L A. New stadium, so um, a, a lot to be enticed by. Really, I mean, uh, g- gonna see some guys walking out of the door here at the end of the season, but. You're going to have your Todd Gurley. You're going to have your Jared Goff. Um, Cooper Cup, look forward to him coming back. He was great for the Ram, uh, for the Rams up until he got hurt, unfortunately, with that torn ACL. So it's going to be interesting to see him come back into the fold. Great up-and-coming slot receiver. Yeah, Ram, Rams had a Cooper great Cooper Cup, I can't wait to get him back. 
or see him back on the field, not, not get him back. Cause not real. I'm not being hyperbolic at all. I really can't wait. I mean, he's he was awesome. Yeah. That Vikings game, dude, balled out. But um, yeah, I think Sue's gonna be moving on. Um, I don't know how long they've signed Peters for. I want to say Talib's moving on. Just gonna be a general facelift on the defensive side of the ball with a few guys. Dante Fowler, like we mentioned, big name free agents moving on. Sue, so. Uh, definitely keep a lookout for that. This free agent class is going to be stacked when it's all said and done on all the roster moves are made. So really looking forward to taking a dive into that after we do some draft stuff here coming up. Um, I have the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to give them a B plus. This is another team that really defied expectations. Um, did a lot with a little really. Russell Wilson, one of my favorite quarterbacks, really played his ass off. Um, they do have to retool on uh, D-line, and believe it or not, in the secondary, after those Legion of Boom years, a lot of those guys have uh, moved on, or in uh, Cam Chancellor's case, retired. Earl Thomas is not coming back, no way, no way. Um, do have an ideal cap situation, so it's going to be interesting to see who they can uh, who they can bring in. I mean, Pete Carroll playing for him is really hit or miss guy. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who Seattle can bring in, kind of uplift their team. Have some decent draft capital, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, I mean, Seahawks, uh, they're, they're not going anywhere, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, so moving on, the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I actually don't even have their record written down, but it doesn't matter. They're Picking first they, in the draft. Yeah, league. they won like three games. Uh, I gave them a D- because um, there were some points in the season where Josh Rosen didn't start games. It's okay. And uh, he wasn't hurt. No or, or no, he got benched. Or It's just like, Josh Rosen's your guy. Uh, you kind of got to... No, you know. no, 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 no. Trade him and draft Kyler Murray. Oh, okay? We live in, uh, in Candyland, okay? Yeah. Nobody expected them to win a lot of games this season. Uh, the weirdest point was when Patrick Peterson, like apparently requested a trade but then came out and said he didn't request a trade and, yeah and then he like and just then, apologized yeah, for he it, just like, apologized for requesting. i'm sorry for requesting a trade mid-season we still suck uh, but yeah. i'm sorry hopefully they'll show like somewhat that. of uh Im- improvement next year uh feeling golden Kingsbury. with a new coach yeah. young young guy new energy you know yeah Nick Hopefully, Post is going to be their guy. You get David Johnson actually playing a key part of that offense. That'd be yeah. cool. Rosen Rosen got better though, and yeah. I've heard some whispers about him getting some, you know, some some protection. I heard IU Potty, who's going to be a free agent, yeah. is interested in going back to Air. Mm, he's going to be a free agent from the Cardinals, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and he's actually interested in going back to San Francisco, yeah. which segues nicely into this next team, <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Danny Tanner, it's your boy. Um, yeah, this season probably what the most happened to. <laughs> you shut your mouth. You you don't no, slam man, the paper boy. <laughs> reading and reading. Jesse can stop. Jimmy Garoppolo and Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting just around the bank. All right, Everywhere we should shut. You look. <laughs> All right, this actually makes There's me want to drink Dante drink cleaner. Pettis on a kick return. All right, that's enough of that. You watch it now. Cornball. <laughs> You corny. All right, yeah, very injury-ridden. This team bit the bullet with injuries this year. Jarek McKinnon didn't even play a regular season game. Just Jim- killed everyone's stereo. <laughs> Jimmy, good. Jimmy Garoppolo, um, we obviously saw his horrific knee injury in Kansas City week three. Is that game they're in, actually? 
Um, Matt Breida, George Kittle, real bright spots of this team. George Kittle went the hell off. If he has Garoppolo thrown to him, I, I tend to believe he's going to have more seasons like this past one. Um, defense, uh, DeForest Buckner is very solid. Solomon Thomas, Eric Armstead, you got to figure out what the hell you're going to do there, especially if you're looking to draft an edge guy. Um, a lot you could do on defense. Uh, they do have some great draft capital, the second pick, so we'll see. They also have a great cap situation, so I don't think San Francisco is down for the count by any stretch. It's kind of some misfortune this year, so definitely, uh, definitely be on the lookout for what they're going to do with that draft capital and some cap space. Yep. All right. Moving on to the uh, Chicago Bears. I'll th- nope. Wrong. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, me- wrong <laughs> meeting. Wrong <laughs> meeting. That's. Uh, I'm going somewhere after the podcast. <laughs> wrong meeting. So to an AA meeting. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Bears finished twelve and four. Um, I mean, Matt Nagy wins Coach of the Year. Surprisingly. Uh, Should have been Frank Reich. Oh, all right. Uh, what were you gonna say, Chip Kelly? No, yeah, Chip Kelly definitely at UCLA. Uh, no, terrible. The uh, I give them an A. I mean, they had by far the best defense in the league. They were, I mean, their defense literally won them games like the Jaguars yeah. did last year. But Eddie Jackson, I, I honestly, Kyle Fuller. I honestly loved their defense more than I loved the Jaguars last year mm-hmm. because this team actually scored points. Oh, and like the Jaguars. Contain points. Saxonville. Yeah, but uh, but Eddie Jackson. This Bears team. Yeah, they Khalil Mack. At they points. caused turnovers and oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was just Monsters incredible. Of midway revitalized. And it's going to be interesting to see how. I think they're aware of the situation that Jacksonville had with Bortles, and I think it's kind of hovering like Mitch Trubisky. Not as not as much as you think. I mean, I no no, but he I, showed I mean, some real bright spots yeah, this season. But he also showed some really bad spots. Yes, I agree. Uh, More so good than bad. Though. We'll see. We'll see. Take it with a grain of we'll salt. We'll see what happens. Yeah, not much draft capital. Decent cap for Chicago. So, um, it, it is going to be an interesting off season to say the least. Um, they might downsize at running back too with the emergence of Tariq Cohen. Jordan Howard hasn't really, um, been as consistent as they wanted. Maybe get some extra cap. There, but uh, yeah, I, I had a had a blast watching that defense this year. Hopefully, with even with Vic Fangio departing, they can uh keep keep that same energy as the kids say these days for <laughs> next season. Right, so. Grandpa. Eh, 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 eh. All right, so uh, we need to come up with a character for you when you say stuff like that, like like Uncle Ryan. <laughs> what? Or, or, like you're just like the weird uncle. Just call me Dick Bob. <laughs> So, yeah, moving on, but staying in the NFC North, uh, Minnesota Vikings, eh? Uh, defense was very good uh, at some points. Um, Everson Griffin, after he jumped out of an ambulance, came back and put in work. Daniel Hunter. Jesus Christ. Daniel Hunter <laughs> has been an animal. I don't know why the hell I saw a mock today with them drafting a defensive end. People telling me I need to go to an AA meeting. Whoever made the mock I saw today, it was it was disgusting. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Which is uh, why our mock's going to kick ass. Mock 2.0 coming out next week. Going to be on the YouTube. Be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, this... Uh, Once Kurt. I figure out how to work this Google machine. Yeah, all right, Grandpa. Anyway, <laughs> get, se- get Senior in here to do it. <laughs> it was 4F. Uh, yeah, you guys can have that debate. 
um, now's the time in the podcast where we start saying inside jokes. Uh, yeah. You have any idea what your speed? <laughs> uh, just two guys yeah. in a room with a desk and some mics. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins was not protected this season. Uh, he looked great in some points, but at other points he looked. Frick. Like, yeah, at other points you look like freaking crap, frick. Frick. Really fricked, really guys. Watch the mic'd up with uh, the NFL mic'd up compilation. Yeah, Kirk Kirk, Kirk Cousins <laughs> is the guy that uh, instead of Santa, he believes Jesus Chimney comes every Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, he, he like said, goes out of son his, of a biscuit. <laughs> he like goes out of his way not to swear his weird holier than thou ass. But yeah, held on to the ball uh, a little too long for me in some instances. Instances say that eleven times fast um, at. 1.75 speed. Oh, it's a copyright, guys. Frick. Frick. Golly. Oh, no. Gosh darn it. No swearing in the cousin's household. We love Gosh dang it. We love Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, he was not protected by the Lord or his offensive line this season. Um, that was a damn mess. Uh, I, I know you think that Zimmer's going to draft defense. I I don't see it. Um, definitely need to protect your asset in Kirk Cousins. He's really, really taking up a lot of cap there, and that's no cap. Um, yeah, got to protect your asset. Uh, when, he, their cap. when he uh, when, when he can get the ball to Thielen and Diggs, Rudolph, um, he's great, but he's got to have time to do that. Uh, Dalvin Cook back in the fold, coming off that injury was was uh, really solid. Latavius Murray, people kind of sleep on that uh, that one two punch they got going there. So uh, great depth at the running back position. Really got to retool on that offensive line though. Moving on to the uh, Green Bay Packers over there in Wisconsin. Uh, I like cheese. Colby Jackson. They finished six nine and one. Um, I give them an F because you Damn. have. The greatest quarterback to ever play the sport of football. Tom Brady plays for New England, dude. Chill. Huh? Uh, you have the greatest quarterback to ever play the sport of football on your team, and uh, you win six games. Uh, and there were a few times this season where uh, things just were a little weird in Green Bay. I mean... The first game, like, Rodgers exited the game hurt and then, like, came back out of nowhere and, like, I don't know. He was definitely on painkillers for that game. Uh, yeah, that was weird. You need more weapons for Rodgers. Uh, you need a defense in Green Bay. They have a nice secondary, a young secondary. I, I yeah. really like that. Like, Kevin King, Jair Alexander, of course, and then uh, Josh Jackson, uh, and who does not play small forward for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, but uh, like you, you need more, more weapons besides <coughs> Devonte Adams. Yeah, uh, pass rushers are getting old too. Yeah, Clay Matthews. We've mocked an edge to them in previous mock drafts. Yeah. Um, could go with a middle linebacker too. Um, I I I could I could see that if like Devin Devin White is there, God forbid the Bengals screw that pickup before them. But uh, we'll get into that premium draft content coming pretty soon. <laughs> Moving um, on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Detroit Lions, going to give them a C-. minus. Uh, really regressed on offense this year. Golden Tate out the door is obviously a pretty significant loss. Um, don't have a tight end that I can name. Offensive line is good, though. Frank Ragnow and company, very solid. Um, 
yeah, get Matt Stafford some weapons. Uh, got some really shitty defensive contracts. Kind of cut your losses there on that side of the ball. Uh, Ziggy Oz is going to be walking out the door too. Lions got out, uh, going to have some money and a lot of ways they can go, be it the draft or free agency. The NFC North, uh, top to bottom, is probably the most solid division in football. So, um, you know, regard regardless, I, I don't think the Lions are as far out as people are making them out to be. Yeah. Um, definitely going to be making some moves here in the off season. So, um, don't think they'll stay mediocre forever. Moving on to the uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, you know, this is a team I hate more than anything, but I'll give them an A because it really was a fantastic season. They finished 13-3, and one of the best offenses in the sport, um, and also one of the best defenses, really underrated defense as well. I mean, their uh, running defense was incredible this year. Um you know, they, they made a few trades, like guys like Eli Apple, who... Found a new home there in yeah. New Orleans. Good. More uh, power to Eli Apple. He actually, like, played pretty well. Um, but, Absolutely. again, I hate them. Hmm. So, moving on. All right, we got the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, really disappointing season there in Atlanta. Anytime you got a guy like Matt Ryan at the helm, Julio Jones... Um, Devontae Freeman prior to the injury, uh, you really expect a lot. They were very injury-plagued this season on both sides of the ball. Um, no running game to speak of after Freeman went out. Uh, that really set them back. They didn't have a 100-yard rusher till like, week 16. Uh, they had one in, like, week 2. Took them to week 16 to get back to that status. So, really deprived of a running game. Put a lot, a lot more uh, weight on Matt Ryan's shoulders. Um, definitely need to retool on the defensive line too. Grady Jarrett might be walking out the door and they've really been missing a presence on the interior. Um, Matty Ice, get that man some protection. Sweet Jesus. He was livid during that Giants game. I remember watching that mic'd up and, uh, and laughing when he was being put on his ass by C minus players on that really good Giants defense. We actually lost that game. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, if you can get him some protection, he's great MVP, proven talent in the league. So, yeah, um, really can make some moves on cap as well. Just get rid of you know kind of some overstock at certain positions. Uh, the sa- the safety position comes to mind. Maybe retool that offensive line, get some of them scrubs out of there. So uh, Atlanta's got a lot of options going forward. Definitely Who, a matter of getting healthy. Who's the one guy that the Falcons drafted? His defensive lineman, Tack McKinley. Yeah, remember he started crying. Is, yeah. Is, no, is he the guy that started crying? Or no, he like hugged the commissioner. That's what it was. Yeah, he hugged yeah. the commissioner, and then in his post-draft interview, he dropped a nice F-bomb. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Tack McKinley, is, he's pretty solid. I think they just need some more on that line. Uh, Vic Beasley, I know he's a little dinged up, but um, it would be nice to see him get back to that 15-sack form. Uh, would be definitely serviceable for the Falcons. So uh, moving on, Panthers. Moving on to the Panzer, the Panzers, the pa- Panzers, Pacers. I'm thinking NBA draft right or NBA uh, trade deadline right now. Yeah, we'll be uh, doing that this weekend. Stay tuned. The Carolina Panthers finished the season seven and nine. I give them an E. Uh, they were really doing well towards the beginning of the season. Uh, I mean, they beat us by us. I mean, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but then they end up losing games to the Seahawks. Bucks, Lions, Steelers. I mean, once they lost to the Steelers 
on Thursday night football, I believe it was. Uh, they then went on to lose to the Lions, Seahawks, Bucks, Browns, Saints, Falcons uh, within that stretch. And, uh, yeah, uh, Cam Newton might be out the entire year next year, so they might need to uh, sign a quarterback. But it, yeah, it's looking, it's looking like it's going to uh, be tank season next year. Yeah, I tend to agree. Christian McCaffrey is a baller, though. That's insanely good, an absolute fantasy nightmare. But um, yeah, I think they took a step back in Carolina. That um, excuse me, that that Pittsburgh loss really drove their season into the ground. Um, last but kind of pretty much the least. I mean, this team, this team sucks. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm gonna give them a C. Reluctantly give them a C minus. Uh, really roller coaster season. Uh, they came out and beat the Saints that first week. Yeah. Fitz Magic um, really lit it up there in New Orleans. That was interesting, to say the least. Uh, new energy in the building, though. Bruce Arians coming back into the coaching fold. Um, got his start with Ben Roethlisberger there in Pittsburgh. Um, well, that that's when he became like a household name, working with a young Ben Roethlisberger. Um, had some great years there in Arizona, too. Made them a contender again, so... I uh, I think this is a really good hire. Um, bringing Todd Bowles into they're gonna that that leads me to believe they're gonna go to a three four. So they might make some cuts on their defense based on that. I've heard I've heard whispers of moving yeah. on from Gerald McCoy. Man, talking about them just makes me sleepy. But um, <laughs> yeah, with the scheme change, I think that is gonna force some uh force some guys out the door. But bring in some cap. Um, Mister Cap. Mister Cap. Yes. Um. Who the hell knows what the QB situation? Yeah, I was just about be. to say uh, that they're sticking with Jameis for now, but uh, things do change. Um, they may draft O line. Secondary is an absolute need for them. They might they might bounce some guys as like I said as a result of the scheme change. So with the scheme change, new blood in the building. Gonna be interesting to see what they go with it for quarterback for sure. Um, how they draft, and uh, it would be nice to see them free up some cap. It would really help their football team out. And uh, have we uh, we arrived we're, at the finish line? We're finished. How gratifying is that? I after mean, yeah, after a shitty day, after an absolutely horrible day, come on here, shoot the shit. We're just bathing in it right now. This is probably the highlight of of each. Of I just our want days, to point out, respectively. So we started the podcast. We're both really hyper at the beginning of it. It takes mm-hmm. us about three takes to go through the intro and like get that gotta intro get it, perfect. Gotta get a pristine. Yeah. Uh, so we're both sitting upright, and then throughout the podcast, <laughs> I just eventually, I ha- about twenty five minutes in, I start going on my phone, and then. 30 minutes in, I slouch down a little bit. Oh, yeah, the mic you just really totally regress. And then, and then 45 minutes, I'm down here, just all the way slumped yeah, in my chair. Me in my chair with no arms. <laughs> yeah, totally. Bennett, Bennett sits in a uh, dinner table chair the oh, entire yeah. podcast. I love it. Uh, got my tax returns, though, so I'm probably going to go get a new chair here pretty soon. Going to be a worthwhile investment, no doubt. Oh, yeah, Need definitely. that uh, additional um, lumbar support. Uh, hope you guys liked our uh, liked our recap. Uh, definitely let us know what you think in terms of grades, especially um, you know if you disagree with the grade we gave your team. Feel yeah. free to hit us up. Twitter's always popping on there on a regular basis. Same with uh, same with the Instagram. Gonna be using the YouTube more here soon. 
definitely going to try and get that mock draft 2.0 up there make it uh you know make our content more accessible for you guys yeah like i said once i figure figure out how to uh run the google machine yeah we'll get that done noah noah's good friends with the wright brothers so we should uh <laughs> should get this thing popping and get it right here pretty soon um yeah this is actually the highlight of my day so i'm gonna pat myself on the back and uh try not to fall asleep as i drive home yeah, that's it for me, too. I'm going to go pop some melatonin and uh, hit the hay. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing a um, an NBA like kind of trade reaction podcast this week, early next week. Look for that early next week, no doubt. Um, some some mo- major moves being made in the NBA. The, uh, the All-Star teams are uh, set in stone now. That's been announced. So yep. we're just going to do a basketball podcast in general. I've also A lot seen, more basketball coming in this week. Yeah, I've also seen some wooden watches, wooden player of the year for the NCAA. Uh, Zion's leading that pack, no doubt. Worth noting some other guys in there, too. Just want to get into college basketball in general as, you know, conference play really heats up. They kind of get down that March Madness, you know, conference tournament stretch. Yeah. Definitely some stuff worth talking about there. So we're going to have a basketball podcast coming up um, here pretty soon. Later on next week, we're going to have that Mock Draft 2.0 for you. That's in the works. Um, not as we speak, but it is in the works. Be on the lookout for that. I've mentioned it a number of times. Going to try and get it on YouTube. Really looking forward to getting another mock out there with the season being officially over. Yep, NBA podcast uh, coming this weekend. Look for it early next week. And uh, that is all for me. I will see you guys later. Yep, I'll see you guys uh, in my nightmares. <laughs>